Today is August the 12th. Today we see the cost of faithfulness. Reading through the Bible in a year, I'd like you to read Jeremiah chapters 37 to 39. Now, here in these chapters, Jeremiah begins with a message to Zedekiah. He says, uh, you have appealed to, to Pharaoh, to, to Egypt for help. They're on their way home. And indeed, uh, when uh, the king of Egypt got to uh, see the battle, the size of the Babylonian army, they just laughed. They went back home. Um, Jeremiah says, Jerusalem will be destroyed. Well, Jeremiah turns to leave, and as he's going out, uh, Jeremiah's enemies capture him. They take him. They arrest him. They say, you were defecting to the Babylonian army. He says, of course I wasn't. I was just going home. But nevertheless, he's arrested. He's put in prison, and for a period of time, they put him in a dungeon. Zedekiah calls him from the dungeon and uh, says to him, do you have a word from the Lord for me? And Jeremiah said, yes, I do. Jerusalem will be destroyed. It's the same message that he gave before. But he says, please don't send me back to the dungeon. I'll die there. So Zedekiah imprisons him in the palace courtyard. Uh, apparently they had uh, small cells there. So Jeremiah was sent to a prison in the palace courtyard. He was allotted a loaf of bread a day. When Jeremiah's enemies found out what Zedekiah had done, they took him and they dropped him into a cistern in uh, uh, the palace courtyard. The cistern was out of water, but it had a layer of mud in the bottom and Jeremiah sunk uh, down into the mud. Uh, I'm sure he would have died in just a couple of days there. No water, no food. But uh, one of Jeremiah's supporters heard about it. He went to King Zedekiah, told Zedekiah what they had done. Zedekiah went to rescue Jeremiah from the cistern, called Jeremiah before him again, and said, Jeremiah, what can I do to make my family safe? Jeremiah said, surrender. If you surrender, the city won't be burned and your family won't be killed. Well, uh, Zedekiah sends Jeremiah back to the prison cell that he had him in with a loaf of bread a day. Chapter 39, we see the fall of Jerusalem. Uh, Nebuchadnezzar breaches the walls of Jerusalem. And uh, as he is uh, uh, seeking for Zedekiah, instead of surrendering, Zedekiah flees. They track him down, they hunt him down, they find him. They capture him because Zedekiah didn't surrender. The Babylonian army took Zedekiah, held him, killed his children before his eyes. Then they gouged out his eyes and he spent the rest of his days in chains in Babylon. It's a depressing message. Jeremiah stays in Judah. King of Babylon took many captive, but not all of Israel captive. Those who stayed behind 
simply uh, went about their, their business. There were two more exiles as those who stayed behind rebelled. Jeremiah stays with those who stayed behind and continues to give his message of destruction, but in 70 years, restoration. Enjoy today as you read Jeremiah 37 to 39. Jeremiah 37 to 39, New Living Translation. Jeremiah 37. Zedekiah, son of Josiah, succeeded Jehoiachin, son of Jehoiakim, as the king of Judah. He was appointed by King Nebuchadnezzar of Babylon, but neither King Zedekiah nor his attendants nor the people who were left in the land listened to what the Lord said through Jeremiah. Nevertheless, King Zedekiah sent Jehuqal, son of Shelamiah, and Zephaniah the priest, son of Maseiah, to ask Jeremiah, please pray to the Lord our God for us. Jeremiah had not yet been imprisoned, so he could come and go among the people as he pleased. At this time, the army of Pharaoh Hophra of Egypt appeared at the southern border of Judah. When the Babylonian army heard about it, they withdrew from their siege of Jerusalem. Then the Lord gave this message to Jeremiah. This is what the Lord, the God of Israel, says. The king of Judah sends you to ask me what's going to happen. Tell him, Pharaoh's army is about to return to Egypt, though he came here to help you. Then the Babylonians will come back, capture this city, and burn it to the ground. This is what the Lord says. Don't fool yourselves into thinking that the Babylonians are gone for good. They aren't. Even if you were to destroy the entire Babylonian army, leaving only a handful of wounded survivors, they would still stagger from their tents and burn this city to the ground. When the Babylonian army left Jerusalem because of Pharaoh's approaching army, Jeremiah started to leave the city on his way to the territory of Benjamin to claim his share of the property among his relatives there. But as he was walking through the Benjamin gate, a sentry arrested him and said, You're defecting to the Babylonians. The sentry making the arrest was Irijah, son of Shelemiah, the grandson of Hananiah. That's not true, Jeremiah protested. I had no intention of doing any such thing. But Irijah wouldn't listen. He took Jeremiah before the officials. They were furious with Jeremiah, had him flogged and imprisoned in the house of Jonathan, the secretary. Jonathan's house had been converted into a prison. Jeremiah was put into a dungeon cell where he remained for many days. Later, King Zedekiah secretly requested that Jeremiah come to the palace, where the king asked him, Do you have any messages from the Lord? Yes, I do, said Jeremiah. You'll be defeated by the king of Babylon. Then Jeremiah asked the king, What crime have I committed? What have I done against you, your attendants, or the people that I should be imprisoned like this? Where are your prophets now who told you the king of Babylon? would not attack you or this land. Listen, my lord the king, I beg you, don't send me back to the dungeon in the house of Jonathan the secretary, for I will die there. So King Zedekiah commanded that Jeremiah not be returned to the dungeon. Instead, he was imprisoned in the courtyard of the guard in the royal palace. The king also commanded that Jeremiah 
be given a loaf of fresh bread every day as long as there was any left in the city. So Jeremiah was put in the palace prison. Jeremiah 38. Now Shephatiah son of Matan, Gedaliah son of Pashur, Jehuqal son of Shelemiah, and Pashur son of Malkijah heard what Jeremiah had been telling the people. He'd been saying, this is what the Lord says, everyone who stays in Jerusalem will die from war, famine, or disease, but those who surrender to the Babylonians will live. Their reward will be life. They will live. The Lord also says the city of Jerusalem will certainly be handed over to the army of the king of Babylon, who will capture it. So these officials went to the king and said, Sir, this man must die. That kind of talk will undermine the morale of the few fighting men we have left, as well as that of all the people. This man is a traitor. King Zedekiah agreed. All right, he said. Do as you like. I can't stop you. So the officials took Jeremiah from his cell and lowered him by ropes into an empty cistern in the prison yard. It belonged to Malkijah, a member of the royal family. There was no water in the cistern, but there was a thick layer of mud at the bottom. Jeremiah sank down into it. But Ebed-Melech the Ethiopian, an important court official, heard that Jeremiah was in the cistern. At that time, the king was holding court at the Benjamin gate. So Ebed-Melech rushed from the palace to speak with him. My lord the king, he said, these men have done a very evil thing in putting Jeremiah the prophet into the cistern. He'll soon die of hunger, for almost all the bread in the city is gone. So the king told Ebed-Melech, take thirty of my men with you and pull Jeremiah out of the cistern before he dies. So Ebed-Melech took the men with him, went to a room in a palace beneath the treasury, where he found some old rags and discarded clothing. He carried these to the cistern and lowered them to Jeremiah on a rope. Ebed-Melech called down to Jeremiah, Put these rags under your armpits to protect you from the ropes. Then when Jeremiah was ready, they pulled him out. So Jeremiah was returned to the courtyard of the guard, the palace prison, where he remained. One day King Zedekiah sent for Jeremiah, had him brought to the third entrance of the Lord's temple. I want to ask you something, the king said. Don't try to hide the truth. Jeremiah said, if I tell you the truth, you'll kill me. If I give you advice, you won't listen to me anyway. So King Zedekiah secretly promised him, as surely as the Lord our Creator lives, I will not kill you nor hand you over to the men who want you dead. Then Jeremiah said to Zedekiah, this is what the Lord God of heaven's armies, the God of Israel says, if you surrender to the Babylonian officers, you and your family will live and this city will not be burned down. But if you refuse to surrender, you will not escape. This city will be handed over to the Babylonians and they will burn it to the ground. But I'm afraid to surrender, the king said, for the Babylonians may hand me over to the Judeans who've defected to them and who knows what they'll do to me. Jeremiah replied, you won't be handed over to them if you choose to obey the Lord. Your life will be spared. All will go well for you. But if you refuse to surrender, this is what the Lord has revealed to me. All the women left in your palace will be brought out 
and given to the officers of the Babylonian army. Then the women will taunt you, saying, What fine friends you have. They betrayed and misled you. When your feet sank in the mud, they left you to your fate. All your wives and children will be led out to the Babylonians. You will not escape. You'll be seized by the king of Babylon, and the city will be burned down. Then Zedekiah said to Jeremiah, Don't tell anyone what you told me, or you will die. My officials may hear that I spoke to you. They may say, Tell us what you and the king were talking about. If you don't tell us, we'll kill you. If this happens, just tell them you beg me not to send you back to Jonathan's dungeon, for fear you would die there. Sure enough, it wasn't long before the king's official came to Jeremiah and asked him why the king had called for him. But Jeremiah followed the king's instructions. They left without finding out the truth. No one had overheard the conversation between Jeremiah and the king. And Jeremiah remained a prisoner in the courtyard of the guard until the day Jerusalem was captured. Jeremiah 39 In January of the ninth year of King Zedekiah's reign, King Nebuchadnezzar of Babylon came with his entire army to besiege Jerusalem. Two and a half years later, on July 18th, in the eleventh year of King Zedekiah's reign, a section of the city wall was broken down. All the officers of the Babylonian army came in and sat in triumph at the middle gate. Nagal Sharezer of Samgar, Nebo Sarsekim, a chief officer, and Nergal Sharezer, the king's advisor, and all the other officers of the king of Babylon. When King Zedekiah of Judah and all the soldiers saw that the Babylonians had broken into the city, they fled. They waited for nightfall and then slipped through the gate between the two walls behind the king's garden and headed towards the Jordan Valley. But the Babylonian troops chased them and overtook Zedekiah on the plains of Jericho. They captured him and took him to King Nebuchadnezzar of Babylon, who was at Riblah in the land of Hamath. There the king of Babylon pronounced judgment upon Zedekiah. The king of Babylon made Zedekiah watch as he slaughtered his sons at Riblah. The king of Babylon also slaughtered all the nobles of Judah. Then he gouged out Zedekiah's eyes and bound him in bronze chains to lead him away to Babylon. Meanwhile, the Babylonians burned Jerusalem, including the royal palace and the houses of the people. They tore down the walls of the city. Then Nebuzaradan, the captain of the guard, took his exiles to Babylon, the rest of the people who remained in the city, those who had defected to him, and everyone else who remained. But Nebuzaradan allowed some of the poorest people to stay behind in the land of Judah, and he assigned them to care for the vineyards and fields. King Nebuchadnezzar had told Nebuzaradan, the captain of the guard, to find Jeremiah. See that he isn't hurt, he said. Look after him well and give him anything he wants. So Nebuzaradan, the captain of the guard, Nebushazban, a chief officer, Negal Sharizer, the king's advisor, and the other officers of Babylonian's king, sent messengers to bring Jeremiah out of the prison. They put him under the care of Gedaliah, the son of Ahikam, and grandson of Shaphan, who took him back to his home. So Jeremiah stayed in Judah among his own people. The Lord had given the following message to Jeremiah while he was still in prison. Say to Ebel-Melech the Ethiopian, this is what the Lord of heaven's armies, the God of Israel says, 
I'll do to this city everything I've threatened. I'll send disaster, not prosperity. You will see its destruction. But I'll rescue you from those you fear so much. Because you trusted me, I'll give you your life as a reward. I'll rescue you and keep you safe. I, the Lord, have spoken. Like, follow, and subscribe to this devotional on whatever platform you use to listen to it. Email your questions to us at questions at becomehope.com. Tomorrow, we'll turn to the book of Psalms and see God's rule. If you live in the Greenwood, Indiana area and you're looking for a church, we'd love to have you come and visit us. We're at 5307 West Fairview Road in Greenwood, Indiana. We would love to see you tomorrow.